This is the way. This is the way. Hello there. So say we all. May the force be with you. You're a wizard, Harry. I am Iron Man. What about second breakfast? I said more. You're here because you know something. Whoa, this is heavy. I volunteer as tribute. I'm Batman. You have chosen wisely. The North remembers. Go infinity and beyond. The force will be with you. Welcome to the Nerdverse, nerds. Today, this corner of the Nerdverse is for all you MCU nerds out there. I'm Joanna, one to stock, one to rock, Krupnik. And I'm Brian, the best bathroom for poopin', Plofsky. And we're so happy you could play the OG Adrian Chase on TV to join us today. Because today in the Nerdverse with Joanna and Brian, we are joined by a very special guest, Josh Segura. Some of you may be aware of Josh from his work on Arrow. Uh, Sirens and the other two, tons of other stuff. But most recently, Josh has joined the MCU as Augustus Pug Pugliese, and we could not be more overjoyed to have him with us here today. Uh, Before we jump into our interview, a few bits of housekeeping. Be sure to head to the feed and check out tons of our past episodes from um, all sorts of corners of the Nerdverse. We do drafts with special guests. We cover nerdy news, cover the MCU, DCEU, Wizarding World, Tolkien, George R. R. Martin, Star Wars, and so much more. And all of the episodes are right there on the feed for your enjoyment. You may ask, how can I keep up with all these episodes you're making? Great question. Well, be sure you're subscribed to the Nerdverse with Joanna and Brian on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, and you'll be notified every time a new episode drops. And follow along on all of the socials, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. We're at the Nerdverse Pod. Again, pause and follow us at the Nerdverse Pod. Okay, unpause. All right. General spoiler warnings, general spoiler warnings for today's episode. We'll probably discuss some of She-Hulk and maybe Arrow. We might spoil The Sopranos. We might spoil Scream 5, perhaps On Your Feet spoilers, Lysistrata Jones spoilers, AJ and the Queen spoilers. He's in those things, so we may spoil those. Just you wait and see what we have in store or, or here. And now, without further ado, here is our interview with Josh Segura. So we're here with Josh, my close, my close friend, Josh Segura. What's up, Joe? <laughs> um, how was your Thanksgiving? It was good. Uh, yeah. My wife, Brace, uh, is an amazing cook, so she makes a lot of sides that I uh, count down the days till. Sweet potato, green bean casserole, mashed potatoes, we had some corn, got did some you Hawaiian host? rolls. We do, only did us, and, oh, but, sure. and then my, my uncle and aunt from Puerto Rico. My Titi Daisy, my Tio Carlo, my, my cousin Nati and Andrew, uh, their parents came up, but I grew up with them. So uh, it's like, it's you cool. know, so it was awesome to have them. They landed around five-ish. So we had an afternoon, just us, just the, just us, the crew, me bracing the babies and Nati, and then uh, they landed. And then we had a little second half. Oh, know, that's Thanksgiving that sounds, day. It was perfect. That's great. <laughs> yeah, Did awesome. you invite Kevin Feige? Are you best friends now? Absolutely. Yeah. I invited Kevin. Um, he came through. We <laughs> had a clear, third I round mean with the Kev. person, not the... Not the K-E-V-I-N. Yeah, 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 of course. Kev was here, man. He slept over. We had a slumber party. It was awesome. 
God. Oh, that's so funny. We talk about that. So when we watched She-Hulk, we talked about how we watched with subtitles. So because just like that's what old people do now. Yes. And so it's funny because when the writers in that finale say Kevin, it shows up as K dot E dot I V. They can't spell it. That's funny. I, so like it oh, it was it was fascinating I to like you have a very different experience when watching it one way versus. OK, like so let listening. me ask you something. When you were watching it, the first time they say Kevin and you saw the K dot E, did you question it were you watching yeah. going like what's why is that why oh, did they just say kevin so i put that so yes and then i put together oh okay she broke the fourth well she's now in here like kevin is an automated thing that like i, I like put it together because the last episode is just a copy carbon from each from each series mm. and the fact that she hulk broke that mold in probably one of my favorite yeah. mcu moments in general was just like so delightful and it wasn't the same like because like, it sets it up as you know you're in it Correct. um it sets up that whole barn scenario where like you're like okay they're all showing up they're gonna fight just uh-huh. like wanda did just like moon Knight big did, set piece just big set piece and then she pops out and, I, and like like a sopranos ending spoiler alert for anyone <gasps> like uh you you're like wait what just happened to my tv like did it go <laughs> back to the Menu. The menu, and then she pops out. I looked at my wife, and I was like, "Oh, I have goosebumps." Let's go. Like we're going. Like we're doing this. That was great. That's awesome. I had mentioned to Joanna when I first read the scripts that I was very excited for everyone to get to the finale Mm. because I was waiting on that K dot E dot V I, the breaking of the fourth wall. That to me made me geek out when I read it. Sure. And I was just waiting, just yeah. waiting for that finale. Well, let's 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 take a huge leap back. Yeah. Um, what's your relationship to comic books? Yeah. And and separately, comic books, Marvel comic books. Yeah. And then separately, the MCU in general, pre Pug. Okay. Okay. So I didn't grow up reading comic books. I grew up watching Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Watching professional wrestling. Mm-hmm. My first memory is like war games in 1987. Sure. I was at my uncle's house in PR. My Theo Jr., he had it on. Um, Stinger was in it. It was like Team Sting versus I think it was like the Dangerous Alliance, I think, Paul Heyman. But I grew up watching wrestling and Ninja Turtles. Those mm-hmm. were my superheroes. Yeah. Uh, you guys are sitting in my office right now. You see that I still <laughs> am very inspired by the things that I grew up on. The wrestling on. Is, is the fourth I mean, character in this that, interview. That is exactly it. Um but to me, all that stuff sits in the same world. It's it's all narrative. It's all narrative, yeah. and I love uh, illustrations. Once again, I'm pointing at things, but if you're listening to this, I've just got like <laughs> drawings in my office. I've got uh, just different cartoons of stuff. Um, so when I got into this funny thing that I get to do called acting, this comic book world started to take over. Sure. First person that ever mentioned to me that I should be on Arrow was my sister, Becky. Oh, really? She's like, I feel like you're going to be on that show. <laughs> and I was like, okay, cool. And so she's a soothsayer. She is a soothsayer. <laughs> uh, so I ended up working on Arrow. And that was probably, you know, before that I had read, I've got a couple, I've got like a Dark Knight in here. I probably read some Watchmen, a buddy of mine gave me that sure. in college. Sure, so good. But when I got into Arrow, that's when my fandom really, really started. And uh, I think it's just because we were talking about this actually a couple weeks ago, Joe. I think it's because whatever job I'm doing, mm-hmm. I get obsessed. Sure. It doesn't matter what it is. Yeah. I become obsessed with that job. 
What's been fun about joining the Marvel Universe and the DC Universe was that I knew that the fans watching were going to be watching hard. Yeah. So to me, that's a challenge. Mm -hmm. And I love a challenge. Yeah. So I got even more obsessed. So when I got Arrow, I went and I got all the Vigilante comics. I've told this story before, but basically... I, I get that. I'm talking to Mark and Wendy on the phone. They tell me, hey, you're going to be our big bad. We're going to send you the Wrath comic book. You are the Wrath to Batman. I said, mm-hmm. okay. Like we've been, This is Mark telling me now. We've been talking about you for a few seasons, and you're going to come up, and you're going to be the dark image of our green era. Okay, cool. Then I get a press release that says I'm playing Adrian Chase Vigilante. Mm-hmm. So I was like, dope. I'm the Vigilante. I go to the store. Uh, it was in the West Village at the <laughs> yeah, time. Yeah, shout out the store. There. Do you know the name? Uh, no, I, this oh. one I can't remember. Oh, um, no. Oh, man. It's in the West Village. It's a small little comic book store. I wish I did because I walked in and I was cock. I was peacocking like crazy, bro. <laughs> I was like, man, I'm just playing Vigilante on this air, on this arrow show. Don't stress. You got all the Vigilante comics in here? Thank you, man. I'm going to buy all these. Got home, read them, texted Mark and Wendy and said, yo, your boy is ready to play Vigilante. <laughs> Ring, ring, ring. What's up, Mark and Wendy? Josh, you are not the vigilante, bro. That is a red herring that we put out into the internet. You're playing Prometheus. We told you this on the phone. Were you not listening? And I was like, oh, my bad. So then we figured out that the Prometheus I was going to create with them was not the Prometheus that existed, but our own uh, Arrowverse Prometheus, which was awesome, man. Simon Morrison is Adrian Chase is Arrow. Um, We can put that on the shelf. Uh, we finish up with Arrow. Honestly, one of the best times of my life went out there. I had my oldest son out there with Brace. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, an experience I remember forever. My guy Steve is the man. I uh, love him to pieces. Such a great team over there. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's get to Marvel. So I'm in Montreal. We um, we actually want to know how you first booked your Marvel show. Oh, okay. Yeah. And all that. So okay, make okay, sure you okay. include that. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, did you like, know it was She-Hulk? Did you know? Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, did, you, did, did it like... Oh, you're uh, you're you're auditioning for a Disney Plus show, or you knew She-Hulk, or just a Marvel thing. Did you know Pug? Did you like what did you know and not know going into that uh, audition? All right, fair enough. Um, I'm in Montreal working on a show called The Moody's. Yes. And the perfect m- season to be watching The Moody's right now. Yeah, I would. Oh, that would be awesome, if folks. Watch The Moody's. That's I love that thing, man. Um, so we're out there, and my manager calls me. And he says, bro, Marvel called. Oh, my God. And I was like, what? He's like, yeah, man, Marvel called. I was like, what'd they say? <laughs> you know, and he's like, well, they want to meet with you. And they want to talk about a show. I was like, okay. Like, it's going to be She-Hulk. Okay. What do they want to talk about? Mm. He's like, they just want to talk. I was like, okay. So usually when you go into these things, you don't know if you're auditioning. You don't know if you're chatting you don't know what the energy is gonna be sure but honestly to this day i don't care if they call me and tell me i got a job i'm still sitting on that zoom or in the meeting just you know wanting to be approved you know wanting to be liked you know just like please don't hate me after this you know and on a lunch break hopped on a zoom it was jessica wendy and kat three little boxes and they just start talking to me about pug and they just said hey this is the character we want you to play his name is augustus pugliesi he's in the comics he's gonna be best buds with jen 
and with Nikki, who you'll come to meet one day. And I said, okay. And immediately I was like, oh, they're telling me about the show. Okay. And they just told me a little bit about Pug, you know, um, in the dance slot version. Okay. And, and they said, so what do you think about all that? And I said, what do you, I mean, you, what do you mean? What do I think? And like, well, do you want to do that? And I was like, yeah, of course. <laughs> what are we talking about? Of course I want to do that. Of course I'll do that. Just tell me when we start, you know? And that was it, man. It was a quick, a quick little meeting. And we laughed, we giggled, um, and honestly, I hop off the call, and that was that. And then you wait a few hours, and then you know. I mean, that's insane. It's pretty insane. Yeah, I mean, does does that come from them? You know, their casting team always watching, looking for things, and then seeing you and like the other two and stuff, and then that's how it trickles down to you. Or do you know, or it was just kind of? I wish I knew the exact yeah. answer. I I think the answer is that honestly, it feels like magic every time. Sure. Mm-hmm. You know, like. Yeah. And, and, you know, anybody that I work with that I've gotten an opportunity where they, they bring me something, I'm always showing up on day one being like, how did you know I existed? Right. You yeah. know, like, sure. what did, what did you watch? What came yeah. across you know, your desk? What, yeah. Who yeah. told yeah. you about this? You yeah. know, Kevin was like, I went to opening night of on your feet. Like, so honestly, I have no idea. Yeah. You know, um, we'll get Jess Gow on. We'll ask her. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Jess, you yeah. know, <laughs> and, 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 and then we just got going. That was kind of it. Sure. That was kind of it. That's so crazy. Cause I just feel like they're so secretive about so much correct and here they just laid it out for you i mean yeah so then of course the next thing i did was you know just did all my research on pug like we were saying before Mm -hmm. like once i knew that this was going to be mine off we go you know found all the found all the found all the comics with pug in it which is dan's and um went and did all did all my little my reading that i like to do um, once again, it's like I become obsessive. Uh, I I, I want to make sure that folks like what I bring to the character. Having the experience of Arrow was already going through the going through it with a fan base, right? Yeah. Where I feel the same way if I'm watching something that I've grown up knowing everything about, and somebody's gonna take their hold on it. I'm watching, you know, with a keen eye and yeah. smiling through my teeth, going like, "Let's go, man, kill yeah. it." So all I was hoping is that while we're creating this guy and bringing him to life, that everybody was watching going like, man, let's go kill it, Josh, you know? Yeah. And uh, and I had a really good time with it. I had a really good time with it. And, it. and it seems that way because, I mean, the cast, when watching it, it seems like everyone's having a blast yeah. on set. We had an awesome um, time. Yeah. <laughs> Can you talk a little bit? Like, because... Like, was there any improv on set? Is everything very, like, standardized? And you have to, obviously, yeah. you your marks. And, and then on top of that, you know, there's, you're on set, you're doing all these things. Yeah. And then, like, you have to be a secret keeper, essentially. Correct. Right. So if you can, you choose whichever answer you want to answer, but I just want no. to lay those all out. Of course. So it's, it's funny because that, I think, is what, I think... All those folks over there have tapped into something where they bring in a cast of characters and they say, Hey man, have fun. Play in this playground with us. Yeah. This is this is this is area one, this is area two, this is area three. What do you think Pug would do in these areas? And you go, Oh, okay. Um, well, and then my process is okay, 
you know, I know that Pug in the comics yeah. in issue forty five. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm trying to be as yeah. much as I can tie Frame in. You six. Know? Exactly, yeah. Yeah. and you know, <laughs> and um, so I, I'm trying to find as many little golden nuggets as I can to sneak into the character. You know, so I had certain ideas of what I wanted to look like based on the comic. Sure. Um, did they ever say to me, "Hey, you need to look like"? No, but that's something I knew I wanted to to really hone in on. And then when you're playing, and there was a lot of improv on that set. Um, my girl Ginger is incredible. Ginger always had a different so take. Funny. <laughs> always had a funny joke. Always had something fun to throw into the to the chaos in the best way. And those, dude, that's my type of actor right there. Yeah. Um, that's my homie. Um, we're best buds. Honestly, all of us got really close throughout this because we were all sitting there in this giant dream. Yeah. You know, sure. going like, whoa, this is nuts, you know, that we're working on this thing. And and yeah, having having this idea that you're a secret keeper also unites you guys even yeah. more. Mm-hmm. Where you feel like you have this thing that you're holding on to, this precious, you know, stone, and you don't want to break it. You don't want to shatter the glass. Um, so there's a lot of improv over there. Kat really facilitated a world in which we could. And Jess always had really, really funny stuff mm-hmm. that if we really just stuck to all the words, that's most of what happened. Yeah. yeah. And then every once in a while you crack a couple jokes and, you know, you, you know, I'll, I'll drop in a slick nick, you know, and <laughs> yeah. give a dap. And yeah. that's just me. And, and they're like, keep around. it. Yeah. You yeah. know, like us dancing around. There's. I saw a video the other day that Ginger sent us, uh, me and Tat, that I hadn't seen in forever. But like that big barn scene that we're all doing. We're yes. All, mm-hmm. We were all just dancing one day and. Oh, I Music think I saw that. It was so fun. And dude, Tatiana, just like being like the captain of our ship over there. She's such a legend, like already. Like to me, she's a living legend because she's just such a good actor and like held that entire thing up on her shoulders mm-hmm. and like gave us all room to be ourselves. And dude, when I'm on set, I'm like screaming sometimes. I'm fucking getting myself hype. I'm like, let's go, baby. Let's go. I love acting, kid. Let's go. And you know, that could be foolish sometimes, but that's just how I get into things. I mean, like, would, would it be safe to say that you were that guy on set that knew the most? I, yeah, I, say again, say again, Joe. I think so. I feel like I was that guy. I think I you were. I was that guy. And like Jess told me later on, like that whole storyline about him getting sneakers, Jess yes. added after we met. Oh, yeah. Because she found out that I was a collector, that I collect sure. random things that I love. And she's like, oh, I need a B storyline in episode four or five. We're putting that in. I was like, great. So one day we got a revision with this whole B storyline. And line. it's such a fan favorite now. It was pretty cool. Yeah, thanks. One and I even, I even love the, the comic that Kagan drew. That guy is awesome. I love the... That the was end such credits. a trip. Oh, that was end credits. That a was trip. Seeing those end credits and yeah. seeing the illustrations he made. and So, yeah. Were there yeah. any Easter eggs or things on set that you could not talk about or that they had to stop doing because it would interfere with something else? Absolutely. So absolutely. Maybe think of one thing. So my, so, you know, on every set, they put your chair somewhere and that's where you hang out in between takes and Mm -hmm. go back and I put my headphones in my book and in your chair, my chair, they put in the, uh, the law library and you pass by it on screen. Yes. Where you see all the comics because oh, in the law that. firm, yeah, yeah, that is that is canon, right? Like so, it, it, so especially in this universe. So I could say, oh, in issue one forty two of such and such, this happened. So that's why it's law. So Cat geniusly uh, in one of the Dan runs, one of the slot runs, he has this like mini prison, and he has this library of comics. 
and she wanted to have that little Easter egg. So they put my chair in that comic book room because they knew that I had already had all the comics and I'm a collector, yada, yada. So they put me in that room and I remember looking at everything and just being like, this is going to be a big deal. Mm. And then on the next, like we went and shot a little something. And then Wendy Jacobson, our producer extraordinaire, comes over and we're just chit-chatting about whatever. And she looks at the books on the wall and she's like, wait. Wait, no, that can't. No, wait. And then Kat walks in and Kat's like, right? That can't be, right? And then they started to take stuff down. We go shoot something else and we come back and there were four very important folks in that room. I believe Lewis was in that room. Desposito, mm. my guy. And uh, they had yellow tags, yellow post-its on all the things that were going to mess up the timeline. Oh, that is so cool. Because obviously they were figuring out where to put us. And yes. that was really cool to watch. And it was just cool to see them, Care. you know. I I wonder if there's this, maybe this mythology that like everything is thought about years in advance. Right. And everything is down to a T. No, like I think it's also while we're doing it, it's that's Wendy's job to go up there and be like, wait, this doesn't make any sense. We need to fix this, you know, right. and and they did. And uh, even then, it was really cool to start figuring out, like, oh, so we're going to be right after Shang-Chi. Okay, cool. Okay, we'll be right here. Okay, mm. but we don't know about Guardians yet, right? Mm. We don't know where they're at yet. Okay, so, man, but we haven't met. Okay, okay, cool. Oh, my god. All those little things that I knew people were going to be looking out yeah, for. Yeah, that's what they look for. That was fun. That's what yeah, they for freeze sure. frame for. That was really fun. Yeah, absolutely. Freeze frame, for sure. They were right to check that. Yeah. Yeah. At the end of the day... Were your experiences? Did you have experiences doing CGI and VFX in in Arrow and in this at all? What was it like to work in that space? Yeah, on Arrow, the only CGI effects we would use were stunt work too. Could be part oh, that was all stunt work on Arrow. That was okay. awesome. That I mean, on Arrow was uh, that was one of the first times really that I got to get on something. You know, I'd done a couple little stunt situations before, but maybe I was guest popping on something. Sure. Whereas when I got out there, I knew that Steve did a lot of his his own stuff. Now, mind you, my guy Ryan, who was my stunt double on there, like, this guy's a martial artist, okay? Yeah, yeah. And this dude's a bad motherfucker. Yeah. And I would always say, like, oh, no, no, that needs to look really, really good. Let's let Ryan do that right there. You know? Like, oh, I need that nice roundhouse kick? Yeah, we're going to let Ryan take care of that. You know? Like, that's my job, man. I want to do it up to the point where I can sell the story as best as I can. Mm-hmm. And then I want to make sure that that story is told as best as it can. Yeah. So let's let the man do it that's going to do it. For you sure. know, that's my teammate in that. So Ryan created Prometheus with me for sure. So when I got out there, I remember I went up to Bam, James Bamford. And I was like, yo, man, whatever Steve does, I want to do. If you let him throw hands and th- 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 I want to do that. And he said, okay, man. So that was really it. And, you know, having a background and watching wrestling my whole life i've you know yes. i've had a lot of trampoline matches in my time <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, i've got two young sons we do a lot of wrestling but man that's something that i've always loved to do i always love figuring out how to sell it as best i can so on arrow i got to do a lot of stunt work uh some of the cgi on that some of the effects like we do some of the arrows are yeah. affected, so that way right. you don't have to worry about throwing an actual arrow yeah, you know yeah, like right. that's so that was always really cool because my girl patricia the bow and arrow expert out there that was one thing that we worked on. I worked with her uh, a few sessions on making sure that, you know, pulling from the quiver, pulling back. I wanted to make sure everything looked really right. And we developed, you know, if if Oliver 
holds his bow and arrow, you know, vertically. What we did with Prometheus was I'd turn it horizontal, you know, so there was a little bit of a mirror mm-hmm. to him, but it was different. Mm-hmm. And it was always just that, like, you know, working on pulling that quiver, go deep, deep, deep in your back, pull, whoom, pull, whoom, let go. And, you know, even as I'm doing it now, I always make sound effects when I'm doing stuff <laughs> because I was told long ago, whatever you got to do to get yourself in, get in. Um, so th- a bunch of fun stuff. I was sore for two weeks after we shot the finale. Me and Steve had this awesome fight scene on a boat. Yeah. We were bending each other over the edge of the boat and throwing real hands. And, you know, when he, there's a, there's a very fun picture that I love of him having me in this sleeper hold of a, a chokehold of sorts. And I know that's why me and that man are close because <laughs> we would look at each other and we would just be like, all right, man, let's go. Mm-hmm. You know, like, let's do this, you know? Squeeze my neck, dog. Let's go, you know? <laughs> pass me out, bro. You know, like, right before the pass out. Let's get it, you know? And that's trust right there. And um, so here comes She-Hulk. And it was hilarious, man. A whole different type of experience. No fight scenes. No I don't have to pull scenes. from a quiver. But, you know, every once in a while, I'd be acting with Tatiana. Right. And she would have a helmet on with a face on top of her about three <laughs> feet higher. And you're talking to Tatiana. And Kat would be like, Josh, who are you talking to? My bad, Kat. I'm talking to Tatiana Maslany. She's like, can you please talk to Jen Walters? Be like, yeah, I'll talk to Jen Walters right now. Thank you very much. And then you look up three feet, you know. And uh, I loved watching the makeup artist come in and make sure all those little black dots were perfectly, perfectly placed, you know, every yeah. single day. And we'd finish every take and we'd have the nice little silver ball come in and they'd hold it in the middle of the room and they'd take their pictures and they'd take their video and... I'd of walk. you or of the set? or Everything. So the way it works is, I'll break it really down. So you, you shoot it. Like if we were in this office and we were shooting, and that was a day that She-Hulk was there. Mm-hmm. So Tatiana would be in her getup, that we all know what that looks like. Yeah. And we'd finish the scene, and then the experts would come in, and they would hold what looks kind of like an orb. It's like a silver orb. And they hold it in the middle of the room, and I believe what they're doing is just kind of getting like stock footage of yeah. what the space looks like to then be able to lay recreate in it or what oh. they lay. Exactly, recreate it. Mm-hmm. Or like if if you see Tatiana and and Pug is right behind her, mm-hmm. what that orb would do would be to then when they put She-Hulk in. She's obviously covering up a little bit more of my body. Right. So they have a picture of me that they can basically carve into the final photo. Does that make sense? That's what that orb does. Mm -hmm. At the end of every day, then we would do the photo call every single day. And we'd wrap. All right, wrap. We'd all walk. You know, I'm just remembering one day it was in the rain, me, Renee, and Jamila just running around in, in our umbrellas just trying to get to the photo call. You go to the truck a little bit of ways away, and it was always a trip, you know, because you're just like, this is awesome. Are you guys going to make an action figure, you know? You go into the photo truck and the video truck, and you stand in this room with, not exaggerating, something like 500 cameras something like that, that are all surrounded, all laid out perfectly, all like a foot apart, think, 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 all around you. And they go, all right, Josh, stand, neutral, you stand, they go, flash, all right, uh, I think I would do like poses, I'd do like yeah. one like left running pose, one right running pose, they flash, flash, then you go to the other tent, and you do a different set of photos and video, and that was every single day, so that that way they had us in that day's wardrobe, they had mm-hmm. us the way my hair looked that day. Yeah. Just so that that way they wow. just have us in a million different versions. Yeah. 
you know? With consistency yeah. and all of that. That's yeah. wild. That was awesome. That's super it cool. It was never not cool. Yeah. Never not cool. I mean, in hindsight now, the show is out. Yeah. You don't have to be a secret keeper anymore. Yeah, no. I mean, was the reaction what you expected? Was the reaction uh, uh, from both you and if you heard anything outside of yourself? Absolutely. Like, was it expected? Was it surprised? Was there anything that you were like, I knew that was going to happen in terms of like, like I knew people were going to like, dig this part or i guess what's your looking back on it now i mean it's pretty recent in terms of when it airs any thoughts on that of course man well you learn along the way that like all we can all i can control is my experience doing the thing Sure. I believe Dax Shepard said that on one of the pods. I remember yes. it because he was talking about the canoe movie or up the river, Chips, down the river. Uh, yes. And he was talking about that where like, I I don't need to tell his story. Basically, it was like they thought it was going to be something. And then they just ended up being like, oh, that wasn't what we thought. But we had the best time ever. Mm-hmm. Well, I learned that a long time ago where I try to just take every job that I'm doing and just have a lot of fun while I'm doing it. And then when it comes out, you just, you know, that little kid inside of you hopes that people like it. That little kid inside of you, if people don't like it, you, you protect that little kid and you go yeah. eat some ice cream and some Chinese food and, you know, go to bed, you know. Yeah. Um, so with this one, what was different was that I, you know, hadn't been part of anything that I think was so much in the zeitgeist as Marvel. Right. You know, like I knew like the second I booked this. Conversation. Yeah. That's yeah. it. The second I started this thing, you know, conversations picked up about it. Yeah. But I like that. Like I told you, I like a challenge. So yeah. I said, okay, man, we playing in the Super Bowl now. Let's go get it, you yeah. know? So then we're doing it, and we're sitting there on this set going, like, okay, so we're making this half-hour comedy that this world had never seen before. Okay, let's go. And then, man, sitting in that theater at a Capitan, <laughs> pulling up to that thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And sitting, and all of a sudden the music hits, yeah. And that red curtain rose, and like you see the first credits, and like you see, dude, I geeked out, man. Like that's so cool. It, I'm truly living my dream when it comes to what I get to do. I didn't even know I got to. I, I honestly, I didn't even know to dream this big. Mm. You know, like I grew up in Orlando. The my my parents are pharmacists. But my whole life, they were just saying, Papito, whatever you want to do, you can do it. And you can be the best at it, Papa. You know, like, just do your best. And so to me, it was like, all right, so Nickelodeon is like 35 minutes down the road. <laughs> they look like my age. You know, I grew up on all that and yeah. watching mm-hmm. Keenan and Kel. So like, okay, they're doing it. You know, my first little audition ever was for the new Mickey Mouse Club in eighth grade. Stood in a parking lot oh at my God. Disney. I did not know you auditioned for Audition, that. Auditioned, got down to like the final callback. Oh, really? It was like Stop. me and like 12 other kids in this room. How am I just finding out about you, this? I know, I know, I know. It's pretty funny. And, and that was the first time I ever heard about like, I remember one kid was like, I got to talk to my agent. And I was like, oh my God. Agents, yeah, I gotta call my agent. You know, um, I did a Tommy Boy monologue. You're driving along, driving along. Kids are in the backseat. I gotta go to the bathroom, Daddy. Not now, damn it. I did that monologue oh and I sang a uh, All or Nothing by O Town, and oh I sang God. Sun by Four. Uh, this uh, purest of pain. This group called Sun by Four that I grew up on, and um, 
So, man. This is the most millennial audition I've Tell ever me about it, bro. Really? Tell me about it, bro. I grew up on boy bands, yeah. bro. It's you know what I'm saying? Painfully nostalgic yeah. right on. now. The two things you said are the ad audition, and then before when you were like, I just want them to like me. I'm like, yeah, I know. Come on, <laughs> man. You know, that's, 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 uh, you know, I wish I had, uh, you know, I, you know, that's, that's what I think. I, I love what this is, you know, yeah. because you get to meet other folks that are all nerds like we are. Right. That are all drama nerds. And uh, here we are as adults getting to do it still. And it never stops being cool. So you know? is the fandom uh, something you were expecting? Like, how you know, do you get recognized more? Do people have a lot to yeah. say about the DC, you know, fandom versus yeah. the MCU? What's happening? Yeah, like? like it's been fun because I think um, I it's very fun to kind of see folks... Um, it's always funny when folks come up and say what's up because it's an honor. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, dude, we've been at this a long time, you know, and and it will never stop being trippy when someone walks up to you or sees you and they light up, man, and they want to dap you up or take a photo. I'll never, I'll it's to me, I'll never not smile with them, you know. I. Thank you for saying what's up. Thank you for thank you for thanks for watching that, yo. Yeah, yeah. You know, I appreciate you for for liking it, you know. And then you know, I know that I know that there were some cats out there that were struggling a little bit with the She-Hulk, but I was giggling because I saw that we got review bombed. Oh, of course. Before the show even came out. Of course. This happens in every fan base. That's awful. It is an honor. Honor, bro. That's what I'm saying like to me. Getting a review bond was so Like, dope. you gathered a bunch of people and you were organized? Truly. And because we knew what the finale was going to be. I was just going to say, you so, knew, like, it couldn't have fed into what you were trying to do even better. Like, we couldn't like, have paid for that type of press, yeah, bro. Yeah. Truly, we couldn't have taken And for Jess that type picked of press. that out so long ago. Moons ago. Jess was like a kid in a candy store. The second that review bombing happened, our text that blew up because I was like, yo, we about to get this right now yeah. and Jess was like I've been waiting years yeah. to get this and here we are and you know those cats that were review bombing us I hope you liked it you know I hope you were sitting back quietly in your house going like I can't believe I gave them a one star this show is so good and those that still feel the same way ah man hope you like the yeah. next thing yeah. you know <laughs> that's it totally. everyone's to me art is subjective yo like I love hearing people's opinions you know it, and what's cool about this is that there it dude people that have watched marvel that have read it they've known it for years yeah so if i'm coming in educate me yo you know and folks have educated me on a couple things that i didn't know about i was like oh i didn't know that like on the street oh yeah oh yeah folks will this more than anything folks will talk to me about the show as if i wasn't even in it because she she hoped absolutely because They've been with these characters for 10, 15, yeah. 20 years. Mm-hmm. So the honest truth is that I met my character two and a half years ago. Yeah. So it's fun to hear from folks that are telling me like, oh, man, I, I was wondering why you guys did that, you know, and you're like, oh, that's interesting, you know, <laughs> like, but I love it, man. People are really educated on this and uh, I'm always open to it. What's, always. what's fascinating about your trajectory through the comic book world is that you've been able to play these characters that are different from their on-page 
kind of personas and counterparts. Yeah. So, you know, like you said, it's subjective. Like, I, you know, in my, this is my personal philosophy, but like I have the comic books. I have them. They're always going to be a part of me. The different version I'm seeing on screen, it's just an added dynamic and depth to this character that I like. I welcome these interesting things. Like if I'm if I'm going to cite something specifically, the Iron Man 3 twist. I loved it because I, I, I already know these things from the comic books. Like I'm just thrilled to see like something new and dynamic and interesting happening that really informs the plot. And recontextualization as well of of sure. characters and what they look like and all of that. But what's yeah. what's cool is that you've gotten this really unique experience of bringing these different versions of characters to life, making it your own, and like specifically talking Prometheus, considered one of the best big bads in all of those seasons of Arrow because you brought something so unique and there was a love and passion behind it that I think leaped through the screen to people. And it was just, a, especially your, your dynamic with um, Steven, like truly truly a great uh a great television villain for sure thanks a lot yeah i appreciate you saying that i really appreciate you saying that did you know the villain set up for she hulk ahead of time oh yeah or did it change oh no no we knew it the whole time jamila was killing it she was down there working her butt off uh instant rehearsal every day and then we also knew the flip when we went to the uh convention right Uh, that was really fun and what's funny is that we shot that first we shot the finale first. Mm. Oh, really? The very, very first scene I ever shot with Ginger was us pulling up to the convention and me and her in the car. Oh, and really? And her being like, get in there, pug. And me having the headpiece and like, don't make me go in I there. I love that scene. That was the very first thing I did with Ginger. Um, and it's my so boy, John funny. Bass. That's my guy. Yeah. I've known him for years. We worked together many moons ago in New York City. Um, that dude is one of the best actors alive. I love that kid. And just getting to see him. There's, there's a video that Ginger has, and I... If she hasn't put it out, I want her to put it out of just John doing the transformation with, <laughs> you know, obviously without the CGI on top yeah, of him. Yeah. It's incredible. Oh, my God. It's truly incredible That's watching awesome. John just, you know, and it was awesome. Awesome. Just a trip. Just a trip. Well, let's, let's just let's do some fun stuff. Let's do it. In terms of Pug, like... Where where would you like to see him go next? Pop up next. Ooh, I know they're shooting. Uh, they got to be doing this Daredevil series, right? I feel yeah. like Matt Murdock needs a little bit of either competition or help. You know, I feel like it's help. I'd love to come in and help my guy out. You know, I think what's cool about this is that I think every uh, every superhero needs a little legal help every once in a while, Absolutely. which is what we've established with She Hulk. So I can't wait to see. If we get to do some more to see who gets to bring their comedic side to life on our show. Right. Yeah. As we got to see with Wongers. Sure. And, you know, like. So good. Uh, and, and, you know, I'd love to go play with my boy, Matt, you know, shooting it in Hell's Kitchen. You know, that'd be really fun. That's you know? a- all nine blocks of Hell's Kitchen. You know it. <laughs> it's a lot to protect. It's a lot to protect. It's a lot to protect, you know. <laughs> um, that's fantastic. Yeah. Uh. Man, he that was such a. I, I loved seeing him in that suit and playing that. It was a trip. It yeah, was a trip. I bet. I'll tell you this. That boy showed up. I'm obsessed with him. Charlie, the, the man, Cox. as you should. I'm obsessed with him too. He showed up and couldn't have been nicer. Couldn't have been Ugh, kinder. And I also was just like looking at him, being like, "Man, you're gorgeous, bro." So gorgeous. And like he had his baby and his wife there, and he was just so happy to be joining the team. That's what was crazy, man. Like. When Mark got there, Mr. Ruffalo, he was just like all smiles. He's like, hey, what's up, guys? Welcome yeah. to the team, you know? It was just incredible. 
And you just like when Charlie gets there, you're just like, "What's up, man?" You know, and like they're just so happy to be there too. And the amount of work he had put in on all those, and like getting to like come and just like have a good time yeah. with everyone. Truly, man. Did he have Truly. to wear like a cloak to be to be secretly like delivered to set? I feel like I don't know the answer to that. I wonder if he was. He I was. not that I saw, you know. Not that I saw. That's the kind but of stuff was, they do down there. Correct, so. correct. That's the thing. I wouldn't put it past him. Like I know that that definitely happened at times. Mr. Roth, the legend, you know, yeah. like oh my God. he was just a trip, dude. That's a that's a living legend. That's an OG right there. So just like just watching these things that you're a fan of, and then you're having to act opposite them. You know, it's just pretty goofy. And I'm pretty lucky that my character was just in awe of them, that mm. Pug was a super fan of yeah. Daredevil, that Pug was a super fan of the Hulk and Shield, so that way I didn't have to act too much. I could just kind of, like, stare at Mark the whole time. Sure. Like, you know, stare at Tim, you know, stare at Matt, so Charlie. So at the, at the center, so we're the Nerdverse, so yeah. we each have our centers of our fandom, like what is the center of our universe, our Absolutely. Nerdverse. What is the center of yours? I think I know the answer. Professional is. wrestling. Yes. That's it. WWE. Shout out to the AEW guys. They're killing it. That's <laughs> it. I just grew up on this. I got a title belt right behind me. The Attitude Era title. You know, that's the Rocky Stone Cold there, of course. Yeah, I grew up. Those were my original superheroes. Larger than life. You know, I was imitating Hulk Hogan in the mirror. You know, I was. Yeah. Uh, I was imitating Macho Man. Marry me, Elizabeth. You know, I was doing all. I was the warrior. Just, I'd always wear like shoestrings around my biceps and run around the house shaking things. That's the center. I still watch. I still listen to podcasts every week. I can't catch weekly as much as I once did, but I sure. listen to podcasts bi-weekly. There's two of them that I listen to every week to make sure I'm up on everything happening. All the pay-per-views, I'm 100% there. I still attend live. I'm taking Gus to his first event in a few weeks, cool. a few months. So I'm pumped, man. Do you think he's a Ravenclaw like us? Possibly. He's very obsessive. Mm. You have a really obs- have you never been sorted for no. Harry Potter houses? Uh, uh, I don't know. There's also oh, a Hufflepuff been more aspect. I would uh, say I would maybe say Hufflepuff with like a Ravenclaw rise. We'll sort you next I'll time I come it. over. Yeah, 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 I can't wait. Yeah, we gotta well, do that. that. Is that your nerdverse? That's center? the center of my. That's the center. Harry of my Potter, yeah. of course. Well, I'm an Orlando kid, so that park I'm over there so is just it, ridiculous. It's incredible. Yeah, um, I love that. Uh, what's the um, What's the cream the soda? World? No, oh, butterbeer. Butterbeer, thank you. I could drink that all Disgusting. day. Disgusting. <laughs> so good. It's so gross. <laughs> Frozen or not? Frozen. Well, I'm allergic to the way Frozen. that they put oh, on the top. That's but I've oh. had the one without the foam. Like maybe it's sure. the warm, uh, cold. Oh, it's so good. I don't know. It's so Disgusting. Good. <laughs> so good. Truly. Yeah, a minus Star Wars. Oh, let's go. But less so recently just yeah. because of the fandom in general just kind ah. of as a little i love it because i grew up with it yeah but it just kind of like rubs me the wrong way based on how the fandom has been very toxic yeah, lately yeah. yeah but yeah. you know i have all my star wars cards i saw them a million times i have the original vhs box releases That's that cool. like i i have i just like it's up it's a part of me i'm obsessed with it i know like Joanna's like, what's this called? I'm like, well, this is actually called this because of this and this. But I know because I collect all those Star Wars cards and I have them still. And I'm just, you know, it's just, yeah. It's awesome. Yeah, bro. for sure. I'm with you. My cards are right down there. Yeah. All, all Orlando Magic uh, basketball <laughs> cards. Oh, yeah. A couple Shaq rookies, a oh. bunch of Penny rookies, Nick yeah. Anderson rookies. That's my jam. I was obsessed with mid-90s at, at, at NBA. Come on, of like, course. I mean, I'm growing up in New York as a Knicks fan. Absolutely. Ewing, Come stars. on, man. I got an oh, Oakley jersey in there right yeah, now. The oh, Oak. Let's it. get it. Yeah. You know? Let's go. <laughs> Um, 
Well, so we're gonna we're coming to the end of our time here with you. Yeah. And we really appreciate you kind of uh, enlightening us to your experience with Marvel and DC. Um, but you've also been seen on Broadway. What? Um, yeah. You, you, you forget. Yeah. <laughs> it would surprise you to know you have. Yeah. It's Estrada Jones, uh, of Let's course, go. on your feet. Let's um, go. I guess kind of like if you can just talk to the differences because you grew up doing theater yeah. a lot and, and and moving into tv like what are your differences in terms of how you approach each one of those mediums i feel mm. like a lot of people both from an emotional standpoint and from a technical standpoint mm. like if does that if that makes sense of course good question bro i grew up playing sports and doing theater uh the first first i, I grew up uh i grew up in a in, in a pentecostal church uh and my introduction to really like acting and singing was like the plays sure. and i always wanted to be the devil or the demon because that was the more interesting character i yeah. knew at the time yeah. i was like i want to be jesus that dude's boring bro <laughs> yeah. he's nice to everybody i want to play the interesting layered character <laughs> and then i got to eighth grade my boy brad schlagheck one of the uh, best dancers in the world he was doing the wizard of oz he would do this community theater and I was like, I want to be in, I want to be in a play. I would love to do a musical. And I was singing in church, so I got to play the lion, the cowardly lion. That was my first little, first little professional gig in eighth grade, uh, and it was awesome. As civic kids, and also shout out to Orlando Youth Theater, both those guys, <laughs> love it. Um, and then I got to high school, and I had a teacher named Mrs. Jane Mueller and Mr. Stephen Love, and Miss Mueller would always say. We're not doing high school theater. We're doing theater in a high school. And I think about that all the time because what she was doing was she was instilling in us like this idea that like, yeah, we're having fun, but this is also to tell a story. Mm -hmm. And people are paying money to come see this thing. Yeah. <laughs> so we're going to do it to the best of our abilities. Sure. And she, we did everything, obviously, with, <laughs> with their incredible guidance. But like Mr. Lowe was an incredible Shakespearean actor, incredible classical actor, and an amazing uh, set designer. So we were in there building sets, you know, yeah. as I know you guys were till midnight one every day. We'd be rehearsing and Mrs. Mueller would direct us and and she just let us do. She gave us the world at our fingertips. We were doing publicity. We were doing little commercials and we just learned every aspect of the thing. And man, that led to, you know, my dad, uh, my dad was born in the Bronx. Um, and I was talking a little bit about my parents earlier, but. You know, when I said, you know, I, I, mom, dad, I, I came up to eighth grade. In eighth grade, I came up on a on a, a field trip to New York. Mrs. Okay. Sherman, our math teacher, brought us up did. here. As we all did. No. And I came up here, and that was it, man. I was like, oh, this is where actors live. Mm -hmm. This is where, this is it. I belong here. And when I told my parents I'd like to go to NYU, you know, I didn't really, you know, I didn't even know too much about colleges. I didn't know even, I didn't even know NYU had a studio system. Sure. I was just like, that's where actors go. And at the time, that's where the Olsen twins were going. It was like the number one dream yes. school. Yeah. Remember this in 2004? Sure. So I remember being like, oh, okay. Mara Wilson. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I was like, actors go there. They're in New York. I would like to go there too, mom and dad. <laughs> and they said, okay, papito, do your thing. Uh, thankfully, I got in. And, and that's where I really started to grasp up here at 18 what this thing actually was. Sure. You know, okay, I'm starting to really understand. Okay, you, you audition and you get headshots and... And, and you know, so I get my Broadway debut with Liz Estrada Jones. So what are the differences? I approach the theater. I think you have to approach live theater like an athlete. 
for me, I approach it like an athlete because I, I'm usually thinking in that regard. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is, you know, you're getting off the train at one o'clock on a Wednesday and it might be snowing. It might be January 19th. Everyone's pockets are a little tighter because they just spent money on Christmas stuff, yeah. uh-huh. holiday stuff. And it's cold. And you're like, all right, man, but all these elements are going on. So you know that the theater might be half full, but every person that's in that theater trudged through the snow, mm-hmm. yeah. took a trip to New York, maybe got it as a gift for their holiday, and they are there to see Broadway for the very first time. And I remember seeing The Phantom of the Opera when I was in eighth grade. I remember seeing Take Me Out when I was a junior in high school. And I remember I remember standing at the stage door and Sunyata coming out and signing my playbill. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and those moments really stay with me. And you got to get up there and you got to get to the plate every time. And you got to swing every time because you don't know who's watching. Mm-hmm. And maybe they're having their experience. So... You go home, you steam, you stretch, yeah. you sleep, you get up the next day, you run your, you know, uh, make sure it's all there. You ain't missing a couple notes. And that's a mental, a mental road and a physical road that you're staying on top of. The work when it comes to the show itself, you work that in rehearsal. You find that in rehearsal, you know, you get a month of rehearsal or so before and then you get your previews and you're finding your groove. And then when you're in rhythm, when you're in in your run, you know, you're trying to hit those moments every time. Hit them naturally. Hit them for real. On screen, it's a different beast. On screen, you still have to treat yourself to the best of your abilities. You still got to make sure your run is there. You still got to make sure you're presenting uh, your skills at the best of their ability. But you kind of drop them in a bucket. Mm. and then leave them there every night Mm -hmm. and the mental game with screen stuff is that i don't think i've ever had a day of work that i got home that night and thought about 17 other ways i could have done that scene wow Hmm. and that could be torturous at times sure because you know that it's going to be frozen in time yeah forever immortalized yeah but that's just your own thing. Usually the editors will take care of you and they find the best version of it anyways. Yeah. But it's a different beast in that regard where every morning when I'm going to the theater, I'm not I'm not really looking over my script. I It's in me already. It's more so getting myself back to where I need to get to to put the best product out there. Whereas on screen, you're reading through your script most mornings trying to figure out, okay, where did we just come from? Where are we going? Right. What happened on the day before? What time is it right now? It's 8.30? Okay, cool. So we just left. We just got out of the car, right? We just went to Avengers, and we just <laughs> did that, right? And then did I get the shoes? I didn't get the shoes, right? Okay, so I oh, I got the threes. I didn't get the fours. Great. Okay, good to know. All yeah. right, let's go. Let's play. You're, you're kind of always tracking it that way because to me that matters. You know, if I'm watching something and I can see in their eyes that they didn't know where they were right. coming from or where they're heading... That takes me out. Yeah, And that's sure. one thing that I'm really trying to hone in on, you know? And that's your theater coming through because you know the moment yeah. before. You live the day. You live the show. That's it. In yeah. order. That's exactly it. You're living in order. You're going through the whole roller coaster. And then at the end, you know, the curtain goes down and, and uh, you, went on the, you went on the ride. Um, 
Whereas on screen, you're hoping that the roller coaster makes sense. Right. You know, you're yeah. hoping turn one goes into turn two. Yeah, totally. And you know, and then and it always does because we project it yeah. onto you. We, we know, yeah. we know what we just saw. I feel the same. I feel the same when I'm watching stuff. You know, and yeah, dude, I'm I'm still learning. I'm still trying to figure out how to act. <laughs> I'm still trying to figure out sure. how to do this to the best of my abilities. So far, so good. So, yeah, so you know, we're so- all right. We all right. We yeah, take yeah. we taking cracks at the plate. You know. So, what is next for you? What have you been working on? Oh. What can we expect from you? Uh, right now, I'm up? shooting the other two, season three. Love the I other love two. I love that show. Thanks so much. Thanks, Joe. So I love good. that show. Um, shout out to my cast over there, all those people over there. So that's going to be season three. That's season three. HBO. I have no idea when it's coming out. I keep asking them, Chris and Sarah. I keep uh, asking you privately. So yeah, <laughs> yeah you know, so that'll be coming out soon. Um, I finished Scream 6. I am... So, for those of you who don't know, I have another podcast called Talking Horror, and oh, I'm go. obsessed with horror movies. Let's go. And I am very excited for I, I really enjoyed Scream 5. Of course, um, me too. And man. I'm very excited for uh, Scream 6. So, when I saw your name in the, the release, uh-huh, I was uh-huh. like, I, I'm, I'm very excited. <laughs> Can you, go. aside from the fact that you filmed it, you, uh-huh. you can't say anything. I can't say a single. I well, can't we know say nothing. Yeah, I, right. I can tell you who's in it, but you guys already know that. No, they got me. Bi- they got me tied down on that one. I can't wait. But I'll tell you right now, we had a lot of fun, and I and it takes place in New York City, right? Because there was well, we know that, and also there was that uh-huh. that shot release of like the entire cast and crew in uh, the subway. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Wait, so, is that a behind the scenes thing that got leaked? Oh, no, no, no. Uh-huh. Someone posted just like the whole cast standing in front of a subway. Filming? Camera. Correct. Yeah, but some uh-huh. people was like down there. Then the, you know, so it's just like, uh-huh. believe me, I'm all, all the Let's go. He's on the Reddit board. It's going to be it. awesome. I'm very excited. They were, t- the Matt and Tyler, our directors over there, um, love those boys. They were telling, you know, when we were first chatting about it, they were like, this is, we we going hard on this one. Where it's going to be a really intense uh, journey. And uh, having shot it, I agree a hundred percent. Cool. Oh I'm really my gonna be really gosh. intense. What gonna, a tease. Yeah, you I'm gonna bother you so much. Let's Mark. go, of course. As you should, man. You got, and dude, we, remember, I'm a wrestling fan, so David Arquette obviously is very, very pivotal in this franchise. I've known David Arquette as his wrestling persona way back oh, in the day sure. when he won the championship title at WCW. Oh, wow. Watching the original screams with him in it and even watching You Cannot Kill David Arquette's documentary mm-hmm. that educated me on him even more so i have so much respect for him i love him to death i've never i i I, i'm i'm waiting to kiss him on the face (laughs) and hug him and just tell him how much he's inspired me and just to be a part of that franchise has been a huge honor and i can't wait for you to watch it yeah spoiler alert uh one movie too late (laughs) that's all i was gonna you know seriously i can't believe it man you know uh and then i've got a show called The Big Door Prize coming yes. out on Apple. I play a character named Giorgio, who okay. is the youngest Italian-American goalie in New York Ranger history. Um, <laughs> oh, that's super cool. He's a really funny, funny character. The cast is really hilarious. Our showrunner creators a, a beautiful gentleman who I love named David West Reed. He executive produced Schitt's Creek, and he wrote mm. on that. And yep. He's just a funny, funny dude. And um, Yeah. So it's yeah. a hockey-oriented show? It's a, it's about a town where we get a machine that when you sit in the machine, it kind of looks like a photo booth. When you sit in the machine, it tells you your life potential and it starts messing with the town because either you felt like you've lived up to your life potential mm-hmm. or you have not. 
and that's where the comedy ensues. So you meet the cast of characters, and you see how everyone is affected differently by learning their life potential. Cool. Yeah, pretty funny concept. Yeah, really cool. Really, really good. Really smart. That's coming to Apple at some point. Coming to Apple at some point. I don't even know what day. Yeah. But sometime in the spring is what they're telling us. Yeah. What a a stacked roster you have. Seriously. Congrats on all this. And here's to many, many more. Here's to many, many more. Oh, thank you so much, Josh, for chatting with us. We really appreciate it. Thank Thank you so much. Thank you, Brian. I love you guys, man. This was awesome. Well, that was fun. Yeah. Right? That was super fun. I love Josh so much and he told me secrets that I didn't know cuz and I've been I've been mining him for secrets forever and he didn't tell me and then he just tells you. <laughs> His office was super cool too. Yes. So much memorabilia. Well nerds, females, am I right? We hope you had as much fun as we did today, and we hope you'll join us next time in another corner of the Nerdverse. As a small universe and a multiverse of other Nerdverses, the reviews and ratings are super important for us to grow. So leave us a review, and be sure to follow us on all the socials. We thank you so much for listening, and keep telling all your nerdy friends about us. Avengers Assemble! You know, Joanna, this is the first time we've actually recorded this podcast in the same room. Yeah, I know, and I don't know that I like it anymore. Oh, you don't? I want you out of my house. Did you did you find the conversation with him was very fun and super interesting? Yeah, it was always it's always fun to hear the the stories that he tells me and the stories that he keeps back from me because he wants to tell everybody at the same time to get sure. a bigger response. So, um, I just I, I can't I still can't believe that I watch a show and that I love the MCU so much and that a friend of mine is on it. It's yeah. kind of crazy. It's super cool. I know. Would you want to record with me live in the future? Never. Never again. I don't want to see your face in person ever again. Oh, okay. So we'll probably have to just, maybe we'll turn the video off when we record now. Yeah, you're right. And I'll wear a blindfold. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. So maybe I'll uh, I'll shave. Maybe I'll get a, a nose job or something so you can look at No one will notice. Yeah, no I will no- notice. notice when notice you. Yeah, that's important. <laughs>